Good morning, church. How's everybody doing today? Fantastic. Thank you for being loud. Welcome to Home Church. We are so excited to have you here worshiping the Lord with us. We are so thankful to be able to be a part of your life in that way, whether you are here in person, watching online, or in the future. We're just thrilled uh, that you have allowed us to, to join you in that way. If we could have everybody take a few minutes to stand up and go meet and greet one another. Could have everybody please take your seats. All right, before we get started with today's service, we do have a few announcements that we want to run through with you. 
Just Older Youth or Joy's Potluck is April 23rd. Hey, that's today. Uh, after the second service. So after second service today in the gym, we have our Joy Potluck. Please bring a dish to share. Liberty Quartet is coming to home church this Friday, April 28th at uh, 7 p.m. If you would like more information, you can call the church office. The next day, April 29th, we have our men's breakfast at the Black Bear Diner in Sparks at 8 a.m. All right, I hear some cheering, and most of it doesn't sound like men. So, uh, <laughs> guys, I guess get out of the house <laughs> and get breakfast. It sounds like it's going to make other people happy. Uh, you can contact Ron Sherwood to RSVP. Uh, it just helps to give an accurate number um, when you sit down at that breakfast so we don't have the DJ Khaled. Another one. Another one as we show up. Annual church meeting is May 7th after second service here in the sanctuary. So May 7th church meeting. It will be a good time. Mother's Day brunch is May 13th at the Red Hawk Golf Course at 10 a.m. So you can sign up in the foyer. It is $20 uh, for uh, ladies aged 13 and up and $10 for ladies aged 12 and under. So bring your daughter, bring your mom. If you're a middle generation person, bring them both. Uh, and any woman in general. So if you are not a mother, I assume you would still be a daughter, uh, but you can show up solo. And then on June 3rd, we are having our teen fundraiser car wash. So please come and support our teens. We're going to send them out to Tampa Bay. Uh, don't let NYC confuse you. That's the Nazarene Youth Conference. We're going to Florida. Uh, but it will be a really good time. Dirty up the cars. Make the teens work for it. It's always a fun time. We'll have a kid dressed up as an avocado. Every year. <laughs> so that's all of our announcements. Those are the dates we need to be saving right now. Um, we're going to go into our time of giving, of our tithes and offerings. We just want to always extend a special thank you to everybody who has been faithful in giving tithes and offerings. We cannot do what we do without your support. Um, and it just helps us reach out to our own congregation. It helps us bless the community. It helps us send uh, money to missions. So we are helping our own congregation, our community, and the world at large. Um, so thank you for all of that. We do have three ways that you can give your tithes and offerings. In person, box at the back of the sanctuary, in line, online. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw the internet. Uh, online, <laughs> you can do it through our website or you can do it by mail, uh, by mailing something in. And that's it for all of that. If I could have everybody stand with me as we enter a time of prayer before our worship. Father, we are so thankful just to have another day uh, waking up and able to worship you. We're so thankful to be in a place where we can come and, and worship you freely, and we just ask that you would take every bit of worship that we have in our mouths, that we have in our lungs, that we have in our pocketbooks, that we have in our time, that you would take all of that and you would bless it and multiply it around. We thank you for everything that you do in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. How's everyone doing this beautiful morning? Isn't it a beautiful, isn't it a beautiful day outside? 
It's gorgeous. It is, um, it's just beautiful. And I'm so excited to be here. Our sister's going to read a scripture uh, before we start uh, the song Sanctuary. Amen. Revelations 21.4. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Amen. I don't know about you, but that, that gives me a lot of hope. No more, no more pain, no more sorrow. Lord, I pray you prepare our hearts right now as we get ready to sing the song Sanctuary. May we be a, a sanctuary. May this place um, be a blessing to each and every one of us this morning as we worship you, as we glorify you, as we praise your name. Come into this place. Oh, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy and true. Oh, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you oh lord prepare me to be sanctuary pure and holy tried and true nothing else in this world but for him. Amen? Amen. Amen. 
Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are so many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you myself, that where I am, there you may also be. I thought we could get a little more excitement right there. Where he is, there we will be. Where we are, there he will be. Amen. Amen. Our sister Merlene is going to also read it as well. Juan 14, 1 al 3. Dice así, No se turbe vuestro corazón. Creéis en Dios, creed también en mí. En la casa de mi padre muchas moradas hay. Si así no fuera, yo os lo hubiera dicho. Voy pues a preparar lugar para vosotros. Y si me fuere, os prepararé lugar. Vendré otra vez y os tomaré a mí mismo para que donde yo estoy, vosotros también estéis. Across the river, 
Padre, porque tú vives, Señor, es mejor vivir contigo, Señor. Gracias, Padre, por tu presencia en esta mañana. Gracias porque estamos listos con nuestros corazones a recibir lo que tienes para nosotros, para que abramos nuestros ojos espirituales, Señor, para que abramos nuestro corazón y tengamos un, un día que, de gozo contigo, Señor. Nos gozamos cada vez que venimos a escuchar la palabra ungida de nuestro pastor Carlos, Señor. Bendícelo hoy que esa palabra que sale, de, que tienes eh, puesta en su corazón, Señor, llegue también a nuestros corazones. Y nos vayamos gozosos, porque Señor, Tú vives y es mejor estar contigo. Gracias, Padre. En el nombre de Jesús. Yes, gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you. We thank you for your presence here with us. We thank you too, Lord, that you've given us life, a life that is a journey just to the final destination, which is heaven. We thank you for preparing a place for us. And we know that if there's those in the audience here or online watching that don't know that yet, that they're eligible because you have died and risen again for all of us. Thank you, Lord. 
And Lord, I too would ask you to bless Pastor Carlos. Thank you for a dear man who loves you, who loves Jesus, and who is filled with the Holy Spirit. And we ask this day that there would be ears to hear and that the eyes of our hearts would be opened as we hear his message because we've played this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give him praise this morning. Amen. Because he lives, I can face Because you live, Lord. And this morning we worship you, we praise you. Lord, bless this message that you have prepared for us this day. Bless this message. Bless all those who couldn't make it this morning, who are out of town, who are sick in body. Pray your hand be over every circumstance in this house, in our church, in this place. Speak to every heart. We need you this morning. I can't do it without you. Only with you, Lord. May this message transform someone's life today. Someone's life for eternity, I should say. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you, church. Thank you, musicians. We so appreciate you this morning. Amen, church? Amen. Yes, we do. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning we, uh, um, we were just, I, I, we got here, I think it was, what time was it, Carlos? I think it was like 7 15, something like that, and this morning, church was already popping. It was already amazing. We had my brother Todd over here, who's standing to my left, rocking out on the harmonica, um, and so he might be one of these days joining the worship team with the harmonica, because this guy can rock. Yes, that's what I'm saying, and so uh, it was amazing. We were, we were just rocking out some blues and stuff and just killing it. I was thinking, man, let's have church right now, and the guy says, no, let's wait, let's wait. You know, and so um, this morning, uh, today's message um, goes to, to all you this morning um, and, and also to all those who couldn't make it. Um, I received so many texts this morning of people who couldn't show up today um, for so many different reasons. And so we, we just want to send a blessing their way as they're watching online this morning with us. Um, but this, mo- this morning's message um, goes to someone who's very special. I, I'll never forget my first day here at, at Sparks. Uh, some years ago, and for a few weeks, I noticed a vehicle every Tuesday would show up, and it would be parked outside, and I, I, I was thinking, man, did somebody on the staff get a new car, or what's going, who, who's, who is this? I'd ask a few people, and no one knew, except, of course, none other than Barb West, Pastor Barb. She knew exactly who it was. I went to her little office, and said, hey, who, who's that vehicle out there? She said, oh, that's a, a sister, uh, sister uh, Betty Kilgore. And I, I said, oh, okay, so I'm, where is she, where is she, you know, oh, she, 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 she straightens out the little pencils and, and the, the cards and the, 
little comment cards and little things. I said, oh, okay. So I went down, and I was doing this, and I saw her, and she's just doing her thing. And Some years went by, and through the, through the years, Betty and I had a relationship, a really close relationship, and we shared and talked to one another, and, and uh, she always, 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 always encouraging. And I know she never had perfect days, but for some reason, it seemed like she always did. But it was just because God was in her, and no matter what I was going through, here I'm over here leading worship, and I'm supposed to be encouraging her, but there was days she just encouraged me. And it was a beautiful thing, and, and today this message goes out to her because uh, she passed away a few days ago. And so my heart goes uh, to, to those here who are close to her, and, um, and I, I just, I'm going to miss her greatly. I want to talk about heaven this morning. Somebody say heaven. And I want to urge you to listen to me this morning, whether you're watching online or you're here in person. If the trumpet was to sound, would you be ready? Um, if uh, Jesus was to come back, would you be ready to meet God today? There was a story about a little girl who couldn't see. Um, her dad took her to the doctor and there was a procedure they could do to hopefully allow her to see. And so they took her to the doctor and the doctor operated on her and for weeks she had bandages on her eyes. And sure enough, the, the day came where they took the bandages off and she could see. And she's looking around and she's looking at, at the world and how beautiful everything is and looks. And she tells her dad, she says, Dad, how come you didn't tell me how beautiful this place is? And her dad, with tears in his eyes, said, I, I tried to. You just had to see it for yourself. No matter what I told you, it just couldn't do it justice. And so this morning, I want to preach on heaven, and I want to apologize ahead of time, because what I'm going to say doesn't even come close to what heaven is. So I'm going to try to preach about heaven, but I know for a fact I won't be able to do it justice this morning. The Apostle Paul um, had the opportunity to go to heaven and to, to check it out, which I think is an amazing thing. Um, and so he tries to put it down in writing what heaven is like, and he says these words in 1 Corinthians 2.9, he says, but as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. I has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him, which shows me right here. I believe there are colors we haven't seen yet in heaven. There are sounds we haven't even heard yet. There are things, there are objects, things I can't even describe that we have not seen, heard, or can comprehend. And so I want you to close your eyes just for a moment. And this time, I will tell you to open your eyes. I'll let you know. I want you to dream as big as you can dream 
of what you think heaven is like right now. Just close your eyes. Think of a place, a happy place, a place, not Disneyland, okay? A beautiful, a beautiful place. Maybe Disneyland, uh, just a happy place. Open your eyes and just know you haven't even scratched the surface of what heaven is like. Imagine the most happy place on earth and think, like the Apostle Paul says, you haven't even come halfway to what God has prepared for us. Amen. So we talked about Palm Sunday. Y'all remember Palm Sunday? We talked about Palm Sunday, and we waved the palms, and then we went into, uh, we had Stations of the Cross. Wasn't that a beautiful time? Stations of the Cross. And after the Stations of the Cross, we ate some pozole, had some fellowship outside. What a beautiful night that was, but also a night to remember what Christ did, and it was also a, a dark night. And then we went into Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday. Christ has resurrected. Life is perfect. Everything's great. What now? Thomas, disciples are hiding. Thomas is discouraged, disappointed. And then Jesus says right here in John chapter 14, he says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Heaven is going to be an amazing place. One of the first things I know about heaven, number one, is there will be no more sorrow. Somebody say sorrow. There will be no more sorrow. Revelations 21.4 says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Wow. No more heart disease. No more cancer. No more arthritis. No more wheelchairs. No more deaf ears. No more blind eyes. There will be no sin in heaven. Amen? This is what got us all jacked up in the first place. There will be no more sin in heaven. There will be no sorrow. We will have a new body. We'll have a new mansion. We'll, have, we'll go to a new city called the New Jerusalem. We will sing a new song. Worthy is the lamb that was slain because he will make all things because he will make all things new. 
there'll be no sin. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Sin will not be in heaven. And if we have sin in our life and we die, we will go to a place that's prepared for the devil and his angels. Sin, I have to say this again, will not make it to heaven. And if we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves. And the Bible says the truth is not in us. That's why we need a Savior. Can somebody say amen? amen. We live in a time right now, I'm just going to say it, that's demanding me. It's demanding me. It's pressuring me to preach a gospel that's light, that's calm, that's pleasing to the ears, that's beautiful, that's loving, not offending anyone, while sin is trying to destroy my children's lives, while sin is trying to destroy your family's lives, while sin actually right now as I speak is in our nation and it's swimming like a spiritual moral sewer, it's destroying drugs and murder, video games that promote both pornography, AIDS and abortion, transgenderism, homosexuality, and we're seeing the effects of sin right now as I preach. Sin destroys. Sin thrills, then kills. Sin can fascinate, then it will assassinate. Sin will take you further than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay. Sin is not your friend. Sin is something you don't want to play with. Sin is like a cancer. If you don't take care of it, it will take care of you. The answer to sin is Jesus Christ. Amen. If the trumpet was to sound, would you be ready? Yeah. Or do you have sin in your life? We need to turn back to God's word, turn back to truth. Because without it, we won't see God. We won't see heaven. There will be no sin. There will be no sorrow in heaven. Number two, only, only a few are going. Not everyone is going to heaven. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are What's that word? Thank you. Many who go by it. There are many who go by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are, thank you, there are few, few who find it. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name? And done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You who practice lawlessness. 
Wow. First Peter 4.18. Now if the righteous one is scarcely saved, where will the ungodly and the sinner appear? If the righteous is what it's saying, if the righteous is barely saved, where will the sinner appear? I've heard people preach everyone's going to heaven, but it says right here, if the righteous is scarcely saved, only a few are going. Because there's only one way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man shall come to the Father except through me. And when we stand before God, all that will matter is that we repented of our sin and followed Jesus. And my prayer this morning, because I care for you, and because God loves you, none here will perish, but we will all have everlasting life. Number three, how do you go to heaven? Everyone wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die right you either die or the second coming that's how we get to heaven the bible says it's appointed unto man to die then the judgment and what i like about this right here is i'm really sometimes i'm pretty bad at keeping appointments i'm not the greatest but this one's already been made for me so i don't have to worry about keeping this one or putting it on my calendar death already has it for me so whether I'm ready or not is coming. I don't have to worry about keeping this one on my calendar. Is there some say that death is sleeping? But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present from the Lord. The moment a believer dies, their spirit, the physical body is with the Lord. Can somebody say amen? First Thessalonians 4:16. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the, and the dead in Christ will what? Rise first. This is a promise. The dead in Christ will rise first. So how do we get to heaven? We gotta we die, death, or the second coming. But we wanna make sure when we die, we wanna make sure we got the, cover, the blood of Christ covering us, amen? Number four, what is heaven like? What will your first day like be like in heaven? Well, God will wipe away all the tears from your eyes, and he will give you one of five crowns. Um, he'll give you a robe. Uh, one of the crowns is the crown of life. And then there's a, a soul winner's crown. Okay. I could already look at this crown. I already know who's going to get there. I could already see somebody getting a soul with this crown. This is a crown right here where you invite people to church. You tell people about Jesus. Uh, people, people are saved through your ministry. You're going to get a soul winner's crown. What a beautiful thing that's going to be, amen? A soul winner's crown. Then there, there's, uh, uh, there's the, the, the victor's crown. Um, you go through trials and tribulations. You don't give up. You got the victor's crown. Some of you guys are going to have both of those right there. Two crowns. You're going to try to figure out which one do you wear. I know the ladies are going to be like, okay, I'll wear this one on Monday, and I'll wear this one on Wednesday. You know? That's a beautiful thing. And then, and then you got the, the, uh, the, the martyr's crown. Those who are being persecuted. 
I got, I got to be careful. I, persecu- true persecution. Not, not, not people who are being, right now as I speak, being murdered for God. They are being murdered. Stoned. They are being put into, in, into camp, not being fed, dying, starving, alive. And worse, persecuted for Christ. They're going to get a crown right here. Faithful. The elders are going to get a crown. Those who were leaders and faithful help lead the body of Christ. They will receive a crown. We will go to the new Jerusalem. It has 12 gates. I, I, I wish I had pictures, but I don't even do it. 12 gates are made of pearl. We'll be walking on streets of gold. It has a river flowing in the middle of the city. Our new home is there. My new home is there. And our builder, the one who's making it, the architect is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So I want to encourage you. Things might not be going too well for you here. I want to encourage you to let you know This ain't your final destination. This ain't your forever home. We are pilgrims passing through. Revelations 5.11 says, Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne. The living creatures. I like that right there because this is... Our little puppies that have passed away, they're going to be there too. Can somebody say amen? Amen. I know some pastors would disagree with me, but I I believe my little hamster that died when I was five is going to be there. My little little lizard that I had that that I left out and it baked in the sun. And I was devastated for weeks. He's going to be there. Living creatures. And the elders, this is us right here. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands. You know what saddens me at the same time? Why not millions? Why don't say millions or billions? And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands and thousands. Saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain. Say this next, next thing with me. To receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. It's not sad. It's not gloomy. We're not in the land of the living going to the land of the dying. We are in the land of the dying going to the land of the living. Can somebody say amen? It's beautiful. It's amazing. We're going to heaven. So rejoice. Betty Kilgore would say right now, death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? Number five, reward. What's in heaven? Number five, reward. Revelations 22, 12. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give everyone according to his work. Um, I want to read that again. And behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me to, to, get, to give everyone according to his work. How many know we're not saved by works? Yes. 
We can't, we can't do things to get to heaven. But while we're serving God, he does keep track of what we do for him. It says it right here. He's saying, according to how you work for me and what you do for me here on this earth is how you, you will be rewarded. You see, Jesus is not like today's day and age where uh, the coach today, teachers today, everybody's a winner. Everybody gets a butterfly. But Jesus don't work like that. Jesus says, according to how you work for me, that's, that's so this one's going to get 10, this one's going to get 100, that one's going to get 1,000, and Carlos is going to get one. Hey, it says right here, and behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Revelation 19, 7, let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come. And his wife has made herself ready. Oh my goodness, what a beautiful picture right here. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. You guys seeing that? This is what it's saying. Your wedding garment is being made by your righteous acts. Isn't that a beautiful thing? So some of us, when we get to heaven, man, it's going to be, we're going to get up there, we're going to have a beautiful, beautiful linen. And, and some people would be lucky to get a pair of socks. <laughs> but we got to heaven, amen? <laughs> but right here, the scripture saying, and to her, it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Because of your service to God. The phone calls you've made at night. Loving on people who aren't lovable. Praying for people who don't pray for you. Doing the things that no one sees, no one notices. Betty Kilgore. Doing the things for God. Singing a new song. Worshiping Jesus. You're sewing that garment. What a beautiful thing. You're sewing that garment together. Reward. There will be rewards in heaven. There was a story about a man who got to heaven. And the story goes, he, uh, Simon Peter was there at the gate to meet him. And he, and he said, please take me to my mansion. Can you imagine? The, I mean, I... This is what the story says, but the first thing you do when you get to heaven, you're going to say, take me to my mansion? That's crazy. Like, the first thing I would say is be like, where's Jesus or where's, you know, where's, where's my family? This guy, he says, take me to my mansion, okay? And so they start walking down the streets of heaven, and they're walking, and all of a sudden they see this beautiful, beautiful home. And the guy says, that, that got to be my house. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just... And all of a sudden, he says, he turns to Peter and says, is that my house? And Peter says, uh, no, that's actually, uh, I'll just use, that's, Billy, that's Betty Kilgore's house right there. <laughs> he says, oh, okay. And I keep walking. He says, that's got to be my house. That has a lake right next to it. It's a beautiful lake. 
the Lord knows I love fishing. I was fishing every Sunday morning. That, that got to be my house. Peter turned to him and said, no, that's actually that, that gentleman that was in church, prison ministry and serving in the church. That's actually his church. That's, they kept walking. They see a beautiful house. He says, man, that's got to be my house. And I said, no, that's Mother Teresa's house. So they, they turn a corner and see this shack, this little shack with a little candle and Gentleman's like, man, I feel sorry for my ex-wife. Oh, man, that's horrible. And Peter turns to him and says, sir, welcome to your forever home in glory. And the guy looks at Peter and says, you got to be kidding me. This has got to be something wrong. And Peter says, no, sir, this was the best we could do with the material, the material you set up. The reward of heaven. Number six, we will be satisfied. Somebody say satisfied. We will be satisfied. Pleasures don't satisfy. Money doesn't satisfy. A belief does not satisfy. The atheist is not satisfied. The unbeliever is not satisfied. The person who says there's no God is not satisfied. Fame does not satisfy. Money does not satisfy. I remember they asked Rockefeller, how much is enough? And Rockefeller said before he died, just a little more. If I can get just a little more. Nothing satisfies our soul but Jesus. You can get a new car. You can get another house. You can reach this goal and that goal, and that's awesome, that's fine, but you will never be satisfied until you have Christ living in your life. Amen. Yeah. Nothing will satisfy you but Jesus. Heaven. Heaven, you'll be satisfied because Jesus will be there. Number seven is heaven. It's forever. What a glorious day, like the song says, that will be. When my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face, the one that saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me to the promised land. What a glorious day that will be. There was a time when you and I did not exist. Think about that. There was a time when Caesar ruled Rome. You did not exist. There was a time when Columbus sailed the seas. None of us here existed. There was a time the founding fathers, when they founded America, who I, who I believe now are turning in their graves, we weren't here but there will never be a day from right now where you won't be somewhere. There will never be a day 
from right now where you won't be somewhere. 10,000 years from now, we will be somewhere. And the Bible says we will either be in heaven or we will be separated from God for eternity. Even the baby agrees with me. <laughs> 10,000 years, a million years. If you can close your eyes and fathom a million years, a million years, you and I will be somewhere. Amen. Heaven. Is your name written in the book of life? Is your name written in the book of life? You know, I got to think about the Apostle Paul and how he, he we hear him preached a lot, uh, going through trials, tribulations, Sitting in the bottom of a, of a cell. I mean, he's at the lowest of the low in a prison where all the, the human feces are at. And he's there writing letters of encouragement to people who should be encouraging him. But he's the one, right? He gets thrown into a boiling oil alive and comes out. Can you imagine that? Talk about persecution. What did Paul see that would cause him to go through all of that and never give up? What did Paul see? What did Paul see here? I has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. None of us can go through something like that one without God, but what did Paul see that we have not seen yet that caused him to say, guys, it's all worth it. It's all worth it. One, because God is there, but my gosh, guys, eyes have not seen, no ears have heard the things that are prepared for us. Paul got a glimpse. You know, it's one thing to being a religion and to be told, hey, you, you do this real quick, you blow yourself up, you get nine virgins, wow, whoop-de-doo. But to suffer the way Paul suffered and for Christians today to suffer, I hang on to the scripture because church, I believe it's coming and I'm not trying to do a doomsday Sunday, but things are gonna get crazy. COVID has nothing on what's coming. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the line is being drawn in the sand. Either we're saved, we're serving God, he's coming first, he's in our life, or we're not. There's going to be no, he says, he says, I want you hot or cold, lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. Church, if the trumpet was to sound, would you be ready? Yeah. Amen. Amen. What an encouraging thing. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning.
Glory to God. Is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? That scares me. It, it, it really does freak me out. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, I've casted out demons in your name. I'm thinking, man, I, I, it's been a long time since so I've, I've cast out demons. Wonders. I can't remember the last time I did a wonder. And he will say to them, depart from me, for I never knew you. I never knew you. Is your name written in, in the book of life? This morning, I don't care if you've been coming to church all your life. You're not hearing this message by chance. I feel a tugging from the Holy Spirit this morning. God wants to remind you. He's calling your name. There's a battle for your soul. It's going on right now as I speak. Hell tried to do everything this morning to even get me not to be here this morning. Trust me when I say that. Everything from last night till this morning but by God's grace, we are here this morning. We're watching online. There's a battle for our soul going on right now. The devil wants you. His angels want you. This world wants you. But God wants you also. And he wants you more because he sent his son to die for our sins. To forgive us. But you have to decide today to humble yourself. To humble yourself and say, you know what? I have sin in my heart. I have sin in my life. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to repent of my sin. No one looking around, all heads bowed, all eyes closed right now, just for a moment. You're here, you say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. I want to pray. I want to repent of my sin. You lift up your hand. No one looking around. God sees those hands. Anybody else? Anybody else? God sees that hand. God sees that hand. Keep your hands up. God sees these hands. God sees this hand. Amen. Honest hearts. Honest hearts. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful thing. Honesty this morning. Hallelujah. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face, the one that saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me to the promised land. What a day, what a day. What a glorious day that will be. Again, this message is dedicated to Betty Kilgore and to all those who are living this morning. Jesus wants to forgive you of your sin. Hallelujah. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. No one's looking around. Right now in this moment, no one's looking around. All those who raise their hand. Sister right here to my right. My sister right here. Would you just look at me? My sister right here. My brother right here. You guys just come down right here. Just come with me. Right here. Let's pray. I want you to come right now. Come up out of your seat. Come up out of your seat. Come on. Come, come and pray with me. Come right here. Just come right here. Just come up out of your seat. Come and pray. Yes, thank you, sister. Come on, come and pray. Brother right here, why don't you come? Brother in the back, why don't you come? Why don't you come? And if you didn't raise your hand and you want to come and pray, I want you to come meet me right here. Church, can we give God a praise this morning? People are getting coming to Christ this morning. Amen. Why don't you come? If you want to bring your sister, she can come too. Amen. Just come meet me right here. We're going to pray. Let's all stand, church. We're going to pray this morning. Can you grab my sister right here? We're going to pray together. Yes, come grab her. We're going to pray together this morning. Come right here, guys. Come right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. How I many you know this is the no judgment zone? Amen? Amen? This is the place where we can come and be honest before God.
Come on, sister, come on, come inside. There's no, no stranger here, amen. Hallelujah. Let's all bow our heads, church. We're going to pray the sinner's prayer this morning. If you didn't, even if you didn't raise your hand and you want to come and pray, maybe you want to come and just link hearts with, with some believers here this morning. God's going to forgive us of our sin this morning. Pray with me. Repeat this prayer with me. Say, dear Jesus, forgive me of my sin. I repent. I am sorry. I ask you to come into my heart. Change my life. I surrender it to you. And I do believe you died on the cross for me. And you rose on the third day. And you are coming back again. Take my life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says if one comes to Christ, all heaven rejoices. Amen? Amen. Let's all bow our heads this morning. Um, I want to, you don't have to go to your seats yet, if, or if you want, that's totally fine. If you want to continue praying at the altar, I feel led right now. If you want to pray, we're going we're gonna to take this time. I would ask everyone to dismiss quietly, but if you want to come and pray, now's the time to do it, okay? So church, if you want to come and pray, come to the altar. May I put, my, may I put hands and pray for you. Um, I really believe God wants to continue doing a little more, but this morning, if you want to dismiss yourself, please do. Be blessed. Have a wonderful Sunday. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen.